Hey, it's the Degeneration Podcast. We're actually live from the GIMP room. What's up? How's it going? I mean, I'm not a GIMP. I'm just, just saying hello. I'm also here. Yeah, well, it's your GIMP room. But where did the GIMP go? Oh, my God. All these, all these, all these wall panels, all these floorboards, they all hold GIMPs. All of the way, are it's they? It's more like where are their GIMPs. So are they still here? They're just very well trained. I hope like that well. they enjoy our podcast. Like I feel like gimps are like a target audience. I like to think that that our brand of humor is lends itself to the minds of a gimp. Well, they <laughs> they have to listen to something while they're straight. You, right. you leave the like the patches for their ears open. <laughs> and it's picture this leather, and it's just you know, the headphones, and you only have to listen to like. An amateur podcast in this room with no lights on. Right, that actually is... <clears throat> yeah, you know, now that you mention it, it's actually probably a better torture method than it is an actual... Right. Like, artistic outlet. Like, Guantanamo, <laughs> they could do that. Put them all in leather and be like, okay, you have a choice. You can listen to this, this, this rambling podcast done in, in various people's parents' homes. <laughs> no and, one prepared. They took... And, they brought in no notes. Yeah, at GIMP rooms, no notes, no preparation. Two amateurs trying to be entertaining for an hour. Yeah. Or more. Or, or, or less more. or way more. And so you can do that. You can listen to this on repeat every single episode. Or you can just tell us, like, where the ISIS is, like, <laughs> where they're operating at. Tell us where the missiles are. And I think they would uh, they would give us the missile information. What do you think? I would give them the missile information if I had to listen to myself. How like often do you, do you feed your GIMPs? Well, I mean, it really depends on what I've eaten. Wait, so, wait, what you've eaten is it like a human centipede situation? Yeah, of course. What did you? What did you? you, think they, well, you do you feed your gimps uh, like complete, like set dishes? Dude, you gotta, you gotta assert your dominance. I actually feed them dishes. <laughs> they have to eat dishes. <laughs> Sometimes there's food left on them, but it's mostly just dishes. <laughs> What what about if there's like kind of a young like a younger well how young do you go on your gimps? Oh, this is this is not a child. No, no, this is not a child gimp situation. Okay, that's good. Uh, Fifty five at the youngest. Because you never know when you got a fogel like. Yeah. Well, you you know you could have been a fogel like you know I I've known you for a while but you never know because we knew America knew him for quite a while so I I always have to ask that. Right, I mean, yeah. you, how young your gimps are. You've never, you've never been in this room before. Wait, so you say they're, 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 they're no younger than fifty five. Yeah. Why, why fifty five? <laughs> they're AARP gimps. You just, I, I get. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you sign up for AARP. You end up in a gimp room, eating like regurgitated food. I mean, it's no fun if it's no fun if if if, if you know. If you don't have to... It ain't no fun. Sift their old person. If your gimps can't <laughs> have none. It ain't no fun. Do you put them to work? Not only on these nuts. They work on these nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, what if the gimps weren't used for any... No, I'm not, dude. Sexual joy. No, I totally just... put them to work. I'd get them to, you know, get them to the dehumidifier, you know, make copies if I need it. Make copies? Do you have a, do you have a copy or a fax machine? Well, if I'm like, look, 
you know, going through customs, I could really use a faxed copy of something that Interpol still faxes. So you had, nowadays. like, a whole network of GIMP rooms, and they were sending faxes to no, the have, other GIMP No, rooms. dude, I have, I have, there's, it's a whole hierarchy in here. Some of them are managers. That's some, a good Some, some of them are associates, some of them are... That's a good job. various levels of overseer. The, so, like, a GIMP, GIMP managing other GIMPs? Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not every, it's not every GIMP for his self. The GIMP free-for-all never ends well. <laughs> well, you find out who's... Right, and, and inevitably the ones who win are the, it's whoever you uh, get the ones you'd rather... Fat, yeah, like, whoever can have a makeshift conch shell becomes Lord of the GIMPs. <laughs> it's funny you say that because this house, this basement actually came with a conch shell. Really? I shit you not. No way. It's, we, we put it outside. It's outside, outside that door right now, but this basement came with a whole conch shell. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, that you, now that we're talking about this, I feel like I did kind of remove a crucial element from the environment. Yeah, you know... It's supposed to be a closed ecosystem. What the conch shell? You fucked it up, man. <laughs> now it's going to be whoever can empty the humidifier the best is, but, is the lower of the games. It's right. Don't remove a conch shell from a gimp room. You might accidentally cause a gimp uprising and they make you into a gimp because you removed that conch shell. Yeah, you know what? It's like... I feel like they'll be like... I, I, I'd be okay with it in the sense that it's like being killed by your own children. Like, at least, at least I was, you know, at least the he, he which I trained. The students, there's, there's like, a whole, there'd be like a student has become the master cathartic element to that, right? Like, okay like that. Batman Begins? Sort of like Batman Begins, yeah, except with, you know, more male, more gimps. Gimps rising. <laughs> a lot, are they all male gimps? Just to, they're all. I don't know, that's a good question. Are they genderless gimps? It's hard to say, really, yeah, I think gender doesn't really play a role. That's good. That's very progressive of you. And you're not age discriminating because you're hiring older gimps. <laughs> Wait, I mean, not hiring. I mean, it's, still, it's still discriminative. But you're, that's, that's true. <laughs> no one under 55, what do you call a gimp house you get think the, I'm running? Get those, get the, yeah, get those sweet abs and tight cheeks out of here. Yeah. We don't go for that. What are some of the backgrounds that are gifts? Do you screen them or you just kidnap them? So it's a, without any... it's a three it's a three step three step uh, screening process. Yeah. We what's step one? Actually, what's step two? <laughs> Don't go out of order. Well, here. Step, step two, yeah. Uh, well, you're you're throwing a wrench in the whole thing. Step two is the uh, <clears throat> step two is actually the most obje- uh, what's the word? The most humiliating. It's the that's the peanut butter wrestling, but it's bookended by two uh, two two opportunities for the Gibbs to really really let us know who they are and what exactly okay. we're going to have to be breaking out of them. You know. Like an essay um, portion? They can write an essay. Yeah. What else can they do? This is step one or step three? Um, well, the one and three are kind of similar. It's more It's more of the, uh, let's see how they are before they've been subjected to... To peanut butter wrestling. <laughs> right, and then let's see what that does to the... Do we get similar responses? It's more of a, it's more of a, a, a baseline and then a variation test, really. Ooh. And is it step three very similar to step one then? Are they answering a series of yeah. questions is it like SAT situation or it's what, critical well, thinking? There's, 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 there's oral and there's written, but it's uh, the whole idea. The whole idea is uh, you know if somebody somebody hollows out an apple, fills it with peanut butter, and then shoves that down your throat. How does that reflect reflect in your in your responses from twenty minutes earlier? It's a very quick interview process. It's like the whole thing is over in thirty minutes. It's ten minutes of ten minutes of 
<laughs> of, of interview, yeah. like, ten minutes of the, peanut the, butter the, wrestling, the, what have you. They wrestle then, each other in peanut butter. Sometimes we get a sometimes we get a pit boss in there to kind of. <laughs> sometimes there's a. Is it a like a get manager pit boss or a guy you get off Craigslist? I'm envisioning, it's not this, but I'm envisioning. You, know, you go up to Maryland Live. Right, it's not like a casino pit boss. You get the most disgruntled looking of the, the disgruntled suit, right, pit bosses. Leopard print uh, cummerbund. And it's a guy that's just getting off work, that's like in the parking lot. <laughs> All right, Gibbs! Yeah, by the Burlington Coat Factory. And he looks kind of down, he's like, hey man, are you a pit boss? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how, you want to work with some Gibbs? You want to manage Gibbs? I'm like, do I ever? Yeah, well... Because they, they show more energy than the people that go to that casino. Generally, that, 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 is, that is pretty good. Generally, though, the, the, the pit bosses are just other other gifts that we like to... We sort of... The whole idea is to kind of keep them guessing. Yeah. If you, 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 you take, a, take a gimp here who, who knows their role, suddenly thrust them in a position of authority such as pit boss, they start to wonder, oh my god, am I... It's like, if I, am I being promoted? Have I done something right? And then... Quick as that fight's over, you just smack him right back down. Peter Principle for Gimps. Yeah. You just promote, uh, promote until you, you, well, you, you get you rid pro- of You promote solely for the, for the function of getting their hopes up, and then you dash him right back down again. You promote him for like five minutes. Five minutes? What they perceive as a promotion. That's the duration of the peanut butter fight, and then once that's over. I think that's actually longer than I've ever gotten a promotion for, so that's still pretty good. <laughs> they could put that down, promoted to... Pit boss. They're like, wait, it says here, Jerry, that you were you spent tw- thirty-seven years in uh, in sales and construction and various other avenues, and then you became a I'm am s- sorry, a gimp. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. And then you were a a, a pit boss. What was this at a casino? No, it was in the gimp same, house. Same, yeah, same company. Same company, right. same organization. Right. And then you were demoted right, back reason, to Gimp. Right, it's like reason for leaving previous yeah. employer. Like, never, couldn't rise above Gimp. Yeah, just stayed Gimp until I escaped. And then found this target and application. And here I am. It's clean though, right? Like, you wouldn't know. Well, those Gimps are... You wouldn't know this place is hard workers. Yeah, well, they do it, they do it. You know, it's... You never know what's going to happen to them, so they they work really hard. I mean, enough about my home business. What's new with you, man? Like, what's... How's the, uh... How's the, how's the pelt trade? Pelt trade's good, but I have been distracted by watching old episodes of He-Man. Actually. Yeah? Yeah. Episodes you've seen before? Or are you just recently discovering He-Man? Is, is, I'm... I'm actually... I don't remember it from my childhood, so I'm trying to redo my childhood. I got some old He-Man toys from the basement. And I'm, I've been playing with those, and, you know, my pelt trading business is kind of really not flourishing right now. Actually, winter's coming, it'll probably... Win, yeah, winter's... Do you think your gimps can help me with my pelt trades? Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure we, they're, most of them are a pretty diverse set of uh, hide-working skills. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I outsource, so I can watch more E-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like more of a you'd have to you'd have to acquire you'd have to acquire the GIMP and Enterprise. So are you, are you saying I can... the name of which I prefer not to use in this form? Well, yeah, but can we can I buy into your GIMP Enterprise so right. that I can yeah mix it with the Pell trading? Okay, 
Yeah. And, uh, and I'm thinking stop motion He-Man shows that we make our own He-Man things just to entertain the gimps. And as soon there's as them. like they binge watch it, right? And we promise that there's more, and then there's no more. <laughs> we, we write in really good cliffhangers. Yeah, because we'd actually we'll never. And the cliffhangers forever. Right. And they it. just get more upset. I love it. And then we put a new humidifier, but that's just full. It's just jammed full, and then we just, they have to compete. What profession do you think is best suited for, like, a, like what's a what's a great post-gib uh, field? What do you a think? Post-gib field? The experience you'll gain as a, as a gib, lead, like, lends itself most, hmm. uh, most, most aptly to what... Uh, I think either a bridge dweller or a counselor. Or a bridge counselor. <laughs> It goes down in the parks and be like, hey, you think you got it rough here? My name's Jerry, and I was a former gimp. You don't know rough until you've been a gimp. You amateurs. Yeah. Till you've risen to pit boss to the gimp house only to be struck back down. So don't get down on yourselves. You got a nice tent here. It's warm. You got a cup to fill with booze and quarters. You know, don't, don't look down on yourselves. There's a lot of hope. You're not a gimp. I mean, if you look around and you're a gimp, well, you're probably a gimp, but... Yeah, there's no, there's no gimps in those parks. Well, right. They would, but isn't they that, would never hear the speech, right? You never found any on it. You found them on Indeed.com with your fake posting. And usually it's like, why am I going to someone's home office for this? And you go, oh, whatever, it sounds like a promising job. And then, boom, the door's locked and they're a gimp. Before they knew it. Well, 30 minutes later. Yeah. Two, three grueling tests of 10 minutes each to determine their... So I see you have a washer and dryer here right. in, this gimp, in this gimp room. So they do their own washing and drying of the gimp costumes? Or, and my clothes, too. And your clothes, okay. Um, do you get upset when they mix them together? Does it? Yeah, I, I mean, it's never, actually, it's never actually led to any consequences, to my knowledge. But, uh, yeah, I get, a little, I get a, little, a little annoyed when things get mixed. I like to keep my stuff separate. That's good. Can I? I have to ask though. Like, so I'm 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 hung up on this. So so He Man, huh? Yeah, He Man. I would fucking so you, love to. How many episodes you say you've watched thus far? Like in, in this binge watching, I should say. I've been watching. We were rewatched. I really don't know how many seasons there are. I've been just blacked out with my what consumption of, of it. What percentage of the episodes would you say, on average, feature Skeletor as a primary antagonist? Um. Is, it like, is, I, is he in every episode? I think he's in every episode. Right. But he's just like, he, what's Skeletor doing this time? He doesn't appear in all my fan fiction, though. He makes scant appearances, and I like to expand the universe. Because when you're writing fan fiction, so you, you are master of that universe. Are you, are you creating other antagonists, or are you just having certain episodes where everything's cool and there are no problems? Sometimes they just go to Waffle House together and talk about. Ra- racial issues. Did you know I, I've never been to a Waffle House? I actually haven't either. I've driven by. Like, a I, lot. like I, I'm, I'm, I, the, you know, I grew up in, in in Michigan. We didn't have too many Waffle Houses, but I feel like I always heard about Kid Rock like getting in drunken fights at them while he was on tour or something. Oh so like I, I kind of associate like Waffle House with like like Kid Rock fights. That's the best reason to go. Right, I, but I've never been. Why would why all right? If you have Kid Rock money, right? Assuming he doesn't, 
to me, he actually rock, has money. Right? Yeah. Why would you go to Waffle House? I think it's. I think it's a whole. I think it's. You know, he, he probably achieved. He probably achieved success and in, in financial success at a, at an age when like it's not like he. It's not like he got rich when he was like seventeen. You know, he was like in his late twenties, I think at least when he got when he became big. Yeah. So Bob with the bar, man. Right, and so he probably like you go. It's like it's like anyone else who like gets rich like late in life. It's like well, you've come this far, like eat, you know, eating and living a modest lifestyle, and yeah. eating craft dinners and shit. It's like you're gonna keep doing that. And before that, gonna, he gonna behaved gonna... himself in the Waffle House, but now he's like, right. fuck, fuck it, it. I've got this kid rock money. There's no such thing as bad press. He he handed the waitress wads of hundreds before ordering his food and insisted his omelet be stuffed with. Shredded up hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, I want to eat my own success. I want, I want collard. Do they have collard greens at Waffle House? No, I want collard greens, but they should actually be hundred dollar bills, please. Yeah, collard greens. Yeah, I like that. That's a good of, suggestion to the menu. Instead of hash brown, it's just and like, hey, grind up these hundreds. Do you think please. he starts the fights, or do you think there he's there's other instigators? I actually saw something in the news recently. No, I shit you not. I saw something in the news recently. I forget where it was. I want to say it was at a bar. I think it was a bar in Michigan. And two guys, I think, I, I think if I remember correctly, the article said they were at least aged, they were at least 40. They were in their 40s. Yeah. Um, two guys talking about their Kid Rock fanhood. And then some third guy, like, seated at the bar, like, just chimed in to be like, Kid Rock sucks. Like, that's all he said. He's just uh. like, Kid Rock sucks. And then that guy who said that, like, at some point later, went outside to have a cigarette, and the two guys beat the shit out of him outside, and, like, beat him to an, in- an inch of his life, because he didn't like Kid Rock. My God. Yeah. You know... These are loyal Kid Rock fans. That sounds like every Kid Rock fan. One of his best songs, or most popular, I should say, not best, had, it just rips off the Sweet Home Alabama riff. Oh, right, that was the, uh, yeah. He's talking about northern, summers in northern Michigan, oh, right? Oh, God, yeah. So, that was, I think, that was when I was, I remember that one, now that you mentioned that, I remember people, I went home, people would be like, oh my God, like, isn't that song amazing? Like, no. And I'm always just like, I, like, I feel like I get it. Like, I get it, Kid Rock, you're from Michigan. I yeah. get it. You don't have yeah. to, you don't have to keep telling me that. I do. If you want quality musicians from Michigan, it's Bob Seger, <laughs> it's, it's Eminem, and it's that one guy from the Eagles. I think one the Felder guy. He's from he's from Michigan originally. What about who, that? Are who you am I leaving out? Madonna. Oh shit, yeah. Madonna's great. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. She's great. Papa don't preach, man. <laughs> what are you alright. Who who's a more ludicrous artist to get in a fight over besides Kid Rock? I mean that's Beating someone nearly to death I over mean, Kid Rock. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind... Um, God, I'm a blank. Uh, Spin Doctors. <laughs> I was going to say the Cranberries. <laughs> no, don't get me started the Cranberries. I love the Cranberries. The Cranberries aren't bad. I'm just thinking of an artist that, like, you wouldn't think of... I mean, like, it's, it's one thing then, but in, like, 2015, like, this just happened. I think, <laughs> no, yeah, so their payday was 94, so that's 21 years right, ago. Right, right. So yeah, someone that's 40 that grew up on the cranberries have like lost their virginity to linger. <laughs> and they're like, no, fuck you, the cranberries are amazing. Like, no, they suck, like, you're, you're a tool. And like, guess what? And then they throw a brick at their head and they're just stomping <laughs> them at a Waffle House parking lot. 
It always has to be a Waffle House parking lot, right? You remember, what about the... I don't know. Like we can go extreme with it. Like What about like Rafi? Remember Rafi? Yeah. Children's Songs Extraordinary. Children, what about uh, Dishwalla? Do you remember Dishwalla? Yeah. Well, I remember the artist. I don't remember what songs were there. It was... I think it was Song. Singular. And it was awesome. Tell Me All Your... Yeah, Tell Me All Your Thoughts on God. Because oh I really God. like to meet oh her. Oh my God, I hate that fucking band. Right? So someone just almost gets beat to death over their love of Dishwalla. That sounds like a bad outcome to liking (laughs) Dishwalla. Besides the regular social stigma of like, hey, what's your favorite band? Or it's like on your dating profile and you put Dishwalla. Yeah, zero matches there. You could like mean, Channing Tatum or Zach Efron, I mean, you're still getting zero matches. What's Dishwalla doing these days? It might have something to do with Dishwashing. Kid Rock. Well played. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Kid, Kid Rock is. I mean, I don't know if he's still released music, but I still see him in the news. Maybe that's just in Michigan. <laughs> he's he was maybe, a correspondent on C SPAN. He just appears in. I'm confusing. I'm sorry. I'm confusing the news with the weekly Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> Waffle House newsletter. Yeah, right. Find your nearest gimp house. So there was a near. There was another fight. Yeah, <laughs> we're sorry about all Mr. the blood, Mr. Rock, Robert Rock, Robert Rock. This time was faced against, uh, yeah, three adversaries, well, who all hated Kid Rock music. When is he going to change his name to Man Rock? I mean, once you've gotten in fights at, you know, chain that's waffle, man, that's, that's, that's adult work. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, and he's coming out with an all acoustic album, actually, right? I did not know that. No, I didn't. It probably doesn't I mean, exist. I'll probably buy it. That's true. I, all right. Solemn vow. By the goddamn thing on, on, uh, on vinyl. Yeah. We have to buy a Kid Rock album on vinyl if it, if he comes out with it. Right. If he comes out with an acoustic, and that's that's going to replace the podcast in the game's ears. You're going to get a record I mean, played out here. I'm envisioning, Kid Rock. I'm, yeah, I'm envisioning us uh, buying an album, going to an Applebee's, getting seats at the bar, each listening to the album with our headphones on while we sip Kahlua mudslides for just hours. And yeah, hours. and mine has to be a virgin mudslide. But we, it's the, can we, I get that? We we each have the we each have the we have our own separate headphones, so we yeah. occasionally like if, if, if you know we occasionally point to each other to be like, oh, you heard that right? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear that, Did you hear that sweet? Riff? Yeah, sweet bridge there. <laughs> ba with the ba. You know what? Dang, da dang, diggy, diggy. It was a classic. It was pretty good. I've I've thumped my head to that song. I've kicked a gimp in the groin in that song. <laughs> All right, so do you have only? I've, I've heard a rumor that you have only one size of gimp outfits. Yeah, yeah, one size, but unlimited petroleum jelly. Perfect. So, like, if you get a fat gimp, he's just got to squeeze in. Just gotta make, it, just make it happen. Yeah, I mean that thing is gonna. There's a little little bit of stretch there, but... uh, It's warmer under the rafters, so he spends a lot more time down there. Right. Right. That's good. Did they do some of this plumbing work? It looks really nice. They did, uh, well, they they were useful when I needed something to, uh, I need something to block the sparks, you know, I don't want the sparks to, I don't want the sparks to, you know, torch the the exposed wood. Yeah, you don't want that. So, like, hey, you know, Cornelius, get your... Get your, get your hand back there. Get you your, get, you get give your, them names. Get, are there, get your, get your face are those their original names? Well, I, no, I doubt it very much. Make I mean, it by, up. Only by coincidence. That's good. I know, and I don't like to name them too. I know it goes, it goes against the whole thing. But like sometimes, like if they're, 
you just got to differentiate it. You know, like, like the names will change from time to time. You know, it's not perfect. Do you get reverse Stockholm Syndrome? It's just ABC. It's just whoever is standing in order in the room at that time. Like, do you get this attachment to your, the people that you're basically your master of? Yeah, I was afraid I would. Yeah. But it turns out I'm actually, uh, actually just, just as much of a monster as I hoped I was. <laughs> yes. I feel like everyone at some point should have a game room to really test if they're right. a nice person or not. Because, mm-hmm. no, look, no one really knows unless they're in the shit. Okay? Someone could go to war thinking that... Or they're someone's this, in your shit. They're this nice, <laughs> they're this nice person this, with a sense of duty, and they come out thinking, like, oh, my God, I, I just did it because I wanted to kill. It's one of the, yeah, the rush. Or, like, you know, you go to a, you know, a, was it a bar or a Waffle House where these gentlemen got in a fight? I think it was a bar. They probably know. didn't go out that night looking for a fight. Oh, my God, I wish it was a Waffle House. It probably is. The Waffle House has bars, probably. And so, they, what if there are these two responsible guys, like fathers and everything like that, they take their kids sledding, you know, they got this idyllic life, and they, they think that's how it's always going to be, and all of a sudden, some guy walks in, they're talking about Kid Rock. They're talking about what they love most in life, besides the sliding with their children. And this guy just shits on their passion with Kid Rock. And in that moment, they become who they were always supposed to be. So monsters are born and not made. Disagree or disagree? Uh, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Um... <laughs> from one monster to another. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it through. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all the worst. Yeah, I'm thinking about the worst things I've done. Could they be? Could anyone have done that? Nah, born. Definitely born. I think they're born. Like Dexter, he was. That's I another. Sh- was that's born. another show I never. I mean, I saw a few episodes. I'd be at people's houses and they'd be like, "Let's watch Dexter." Yeah. And they're like, "Cool, I'll sit here and watch it, even though I don't know what the hell's going on." But I always really liked it. Yeah. But I just never. You know what it is? I never had like Showtime. Or it peaks in season four, and the rest is kind of ludicrous. How many seasons were there? Eight, I think. Okay. Did you watch yeah. Californication? Yes. All the way through. Yeah. You too? I did. Um, I kind of, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, it, it, it kind of reminds me, like, there was there were points where I was like, oh, yeah, it's just fucking sweet, and the yeah. times where it was like, okay, let's move this along. Did you feel dirty watching it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt that way a lot, watching it. Okay, what's the, what's the worst thing you, like, what, what? Film or show or anything have you watched ever that just made you feel the, the, the filthiest? And I don't even mean like fun filthy, like haha. I mean like what thing have you been like fuck? I feel oh. disgusting having watched this. Do you have one? What movie most disgusted? With yourself, just like afterward, just being like Ugh. like why? Did I... Really, like really, like it's a cliche. Where like why yeah, did I, I just do need this? A shower. Oh God. Oh, a walk to remember. I didn't see that one. It was one of the earlier Nicholas Sparks film. Was that one of those uh, ones they put stuck Britney Spears in? No, it had Mandy Moore, oh. and then she gets like killed, and I I felt emotionally connected to it, and I'm yeah. like I'm a fucking sucker. You get sucked in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So probably that one, because it just I mean like they they offer this promise of this idyllic young love, and it has a typical setup where this girl's like underappreciated. But she's fucking Mandy Moore, right? She's gorgeous. And this one guy's kind of a dick, and he pretends he's not, doesn't really care for her. And then he really does, and he puts himself out there, and of course she's like, accepts it, because that's what idiots do. They accept people that reject them. 
when they show the slightest signs of changing their mind. And then she gets, like, in a disease and dies. And I'm like, I was invested in this because I believe in, like, fairy tale, like, movie love and stuff. Because you never see what happens afterwards. Right? You just, I always, do you assume that they end up getting divorced? Yeah. And stuff? I always assume that they end up in forever love. And yeah, every every movie, every love song, every 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 romantic song you hear on the radio in your car or wherever, those are all about just the first six months of every relationship. Oh, God damn it! I think that's my biggest problem. And Walk to Remember is just a microcosm for it. I didn't like. I don't even. I can't even take credit for it. Like someone else pointed that out. Yeah. No. Like, I, that's that's not me. That's. I, I think it's just like this warped optimism I've always had. I mean, I was a Cubs fan. I mean, that's oh as God. bad as it gets. Yeah. Like, today's, the, this is the year, you know? And no, it's not, it's not ever the year. <laughs> and you're just like, oh yeah, there's the, the belief in fantasy love and having that, having a character die. Like, that's Nicholas Sparks' idea of love. Is like, there's just this brief glimpse into the, the most beautiful thing that can be I had bet- in life, and then they, he kills one of them, or both of them. I bet as a person, he's a complete monster. Yeah. He has this... He, he, I think it's in People Magazine, maybe like a year ago. I swear I don't subscribe to it often. Yeah, I do. No, I don't. But I've read it in restrooms at, like, doctor's offices and stuff. Wait. No, waiting rooms. Okay, restrooms. Restrooms. <laughs> and, like, Nicholas... Inside Nicholas Sparks' house, and it's just, like, this castle built on... on and women's tears. <laughs> Women with poor taste in literature's tears. There's actually a vat of, of the tears. Wait, is, right that really, is that really just the formula? Just like... Yeah. There's a romance and then someone dies? Yeah. That's just consistently... Every dead. single one. <laughs> how, is that, how is that sustainable? It is so sustainable because like, we're gullible. We love love stories, right? But there's slight realism to that, that sometimes, oh, sometimes they die. But, like, they're always young when they die. Or in the notebook, like, she gets Alzheimer's and they die together. Spoiler alert. They die holding hands. And I felt so uncomfortable watching that, that scene, that I had this, like, laugh. I just responded with uproarious laughter to that. And I'm like, why, what is wrong with me that, that I just did that? And it was just how absurd it was. How beautifully absurd it was that they got to, you know... Be released into so the year after. this better than uh, what was it? Walk to Remember. Yeah, because it had it had Brian Gosling. Okay. So I was gonna say Rachel McAdams, but everyone, it was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and I think it would have been an interesting twist if Ryan Gosling never aged in it, and so he's he's got this notebook, and he's trying to get this woman with Alzheimer's who he's still been in love with, despite him he. He doesn't age like Liv Tyler's elf in in, uh, in the Lord of the Rings, right? But she ages. And Ryan Gosling is so perfect of a human that he sticks with her through everything. That's nice. Yeah. With this note. Yeah. And he's just beautiful and in full Ryan Gosling mode, right? And he sticks with her and he has his notebook. And then they die holding hands. And you're like, oh my god, Ryan Gosling died. I think that's a better version of that movie. Would you watch that? Would you let the Gimps watch it? Only a little anybody, bit. Oh my god! I feel like like somebody should. I mean, somebody maybe already done this. Done the take the trailer to that or not the trailer. Take clips from that movie and make it into one of those like tw- like twisted trailers where it takes like 
you know, they, someone takes the, the Shining and cuts it up and sets the trailer to music to make it seem like a really happy, bouncy, like, oh, family, yeah. family yeah. fun comedy. Like, has somebody done that with a notebook to make it just some terrifying... Just it is terrifying. Dark-ass, brutal horror flick. I mean, it is. You're invested in this love story, and then they do that to you. And you're like, fuck. They fought, They they spent this I time guess. apart. And I never see it. You haven't seen it? I have not seen it. You're, I'm going to make you and the Gimps watch it. You're a notebook man? Yeah. I don't have it with me, but I think you should watch it with your beloved and the Gimps. So who else was, yeah. Oh, right, it was, it was Gosling. Like James Gardner or something? Gosling and, uh, yeah, Rachel McAdams, right? Yeah. Well, good for them. Good, good for them, yeah. Worked out well for them. But yeah, Nicholas Sparks, like, I just don't like that he exists. I mean, he's selling this this snake oil. I mean, is, is Nicholas Sparks your your least? Is, if you could do away with one author, is it Nicholas Sparks? Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Like do away with like Merkham. Well, at least in it, like in Slave as a Gil. Yeah, but I'd have him have a typewriter, and he has to make stories where the lovers don't die, like. Tragically, right, right when at the the apex of the romance, you're gonna make him like write it only with his one pinky finger or something. Yeah, and I have to edit it, <laughs> and I will be brutal, and I'm like, too much exposition, gimp. This dialogue is unnatural, gimp. Clunky. Yeah. Clunky. Can we do that? Can we get Nicholas Sparks in this gimp house? Probably. All right, good. I'm sure we can. And he will never get the the humidifier privileges. We won't even let him try to empty that out of the humidifier. He's like, I got writer's block. Can I please empty the humidifier? No, Sparks! <laughs> I saw an enormous spider over there, dude. Well, get the gimps to eat one. a big old spider. It'll be fine. This gimp, gimps, man. Nicholas Sparks is terrible. Okay. I, I, I'll grant you that. Uh, yeah, and E.L. James should also be... No, you only have male gimps, right? Yeah, but I was going to say E.L. James. I was going to throw out there as a contender. I mean, have you ever read that or pleasured yourself to that type of literature? Uh, uh, uh audio on tape. But it was, unfortunately, it was read by E.L. James, so you couldn't <laughs> sustain an erection for longer than three seconds. It's just like, wait, I'm on the verge, I'm on the cusp, nope. Every time she says, arg. Arg. <laughs> yeah, arg. He touched her. Arg. He touched her sex. So much arg. And then they got in a helicopter. Arg. And you're like, no, this isn't really doing any for they me. Were... And you came down to the gimp house, and your power over the gimps is what made you stand at attention. It really does. Those books really do lend themselves to being read in pirate voice. They just really do. Yeah. He grabbed the foil packets, and she moaned, arg. We need to do that next. Right. Should we pre-screen it for the gimps to see if they make the proper noises through their masks of laughter? <laughs> or, or the shades of laughter they used to have in their pre-gimp lives? They're still people. Yeah. Although we, we might not trust their responses, you know, because we, you know, you own them, so. Then look, anything to please the master. They can handle it. <laughs> they can handle it? They've been through a lot. Can we, uh... Can we pause this and take a break and order food? Yeah, we should do that. Pass out. Yeah, 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 absolutely. 
Yeah, we're going to go on pause here and order some uh, some food, but none for the gimps. You can always cut this later, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? I can cut? Yeah. You can cut whatever you'd like. Hey, uh, so, yeah, the gimps try to get into the pizza, and my collaborator who runs the gimp house here, uh, he kind of went a little... A little overboard with his punishment, so I'm gonna have to. We're gonna cut this one short. That, that's um, that's Jerry moaning through his gimp mask. I, I'm gonna go. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll collaborate soon again. Okay, man. Just fucking shut up, gimps. All right, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna get going. Okay, bye.